Now, it's the Scam of the Week. It's time for the Scam of the Week. Marjorie Stevens with the Better Business Bureau of Northern Indiana is joining us. Hi, Marjorie. How are things? I'm good. How are you today, Tommy? Not too bad. Happy to have a a week of calmer weather after that mess we had last week. Boy, that had to keep you really busy. Yeah, it kept, I think, everybody very busy. And a a huge thanks, by the way, uh, to all the crews that uh, do what they can to restore power and clean up after the mess that Mother Nature leaves. They don't get nearly enough credit. They sure don't. Uh, let's talk about tips on avoiding child identity theft. Now, I know as something uh, as as a parent, when uh, when our kids were very little, it's not something that we would generally think of. It's something a lot of uh, children are potential uh, parents rather are not potentially aware of. When you think about identity theft, you think about protecting yourself, making sure your parents and your siblings are protected. You don't really think about the identities of your children, but they're uh, they're in the system and they're out there too. You know, Tommy, it's amazing. A lot of the uh, presentations that I do, I will bring this up and people are amazed. They're like, what? They can't believe it. So, you know, it's very easy to brush off the possibility or not even think about identity theft scams that target our children. But you got to think they're really, they're just like, what I want to say is fresh blood for the the scammers. Uh, Online scammers might choose to prey on children, making assumptions that they are gullible and that the parent won't be paying attention. Now, child identity theft occurs when someone uses their social security number to commit fraud. And this, I think what we need to think about is this can start as early as birth. Because when you have a social security number, that's an automatic for you. So that child might have a social security number at the time of their birth or six months later, and the thieves are after it. So what happens is that they could open credit uh, credit accounts, they could take out loans or apply for government benefits or a job. Those possibilities are really endless. And the Federal Trade Commission reported that 6% of identity theft complaints received between 2014 and 2016 included victims aged 19 and under. And this grew in all age groups during the pandemic in 2020. Never would have occurred to me. Uh, And this shows that a lot of parents need to keep an eye on their children's identity and uh, ensure that they have the proper tools to notice and avoid any identity theft scams that impact their kids. Uh, The thought that a child's identity can be stolen and cause issues when they're 18 before they've even had a chance to try and establish their own credit. Uh, that's alarming. Uh, so imagine finding out when you apply for credit that your identity has been compromised and it happened long ago before you uh, were even in preschool. Uh, Marjorie, can you uh, give us some of the red flags that people need to keep an eye out for when it comes to uh, protecting their kids' identity? Tommy, I'd be happy to. Protecting children from any type of internet sleuth should be a top priority for parents or their caregivers, the ch- child's caregivers. You know, if a child is receiving credit card card offers in the mail, collection calls, or bills for goods uh, you've never received or that they've never received, or a notice from the FBI saying they either didn't pay taxes or their social security number was used on other returns. Those are classic signs that your child's identity has been compromised. Now, you need to stay uh, vigilant against uh, phishing attempts. Children's identities can be simple to hack if a parent is not paying attention to what they're doing on the internet. Know what your kids are doing online. That is so important for parents. Take those phones away at bedtime. Uh, check on them periodically throughout the day. 
Uh, contact the credit reporting agencies. If it is suspected that a child's identity has been stolen, contact the three credit reporting agencies, Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion, and learn about their protections against child identity theft. And also, as an extra precaution, I would really highly uh, suggest for parents and caregivers that security freezes can be put on the child report at each of these reporting agencies. It's not like it's going to interfere with anything your six-year-old is trying to get credit for. Exactly. So it's a good idea to, to have those freezes in place. That's an excellent, excellent piece of advice. It truly is. And then educate your children on identity theft, not once, but often. Start conversations about identity theft and phishing scams so your children can notice and recognize what they look like. Show them, you know, show them some samples of what a scam is. And then finally, talk to the child's school. Uh, learn if the school has a student directory that contains personal information about the child, such as their home address, photo, date of birth, and phone number. Anything that you can do. Same with the medical office. What is the medical office doing with the information? Are the parents copying the child's social security number down on a piece of paper that's handed to the office assistant? A lot of times, if they ask on a sheet of paper for my social security, I do not put it down. I said, I'm not comfortable giving this out. And parents really need to look out for their children in this area as well. Absolutely. And uh, again, it's never too early to get started. The fact that somebody's preying on infants and children uh, with, uh, you know, in, in so far as using their identity, it's really difficult to comprehend, but it's real. And uh, there is another way that we uh, talk about every week to uh, keep consumers in the know. If you spot a scam of any kind, whether you lose money or not, you should report it to the BBB's scam tracker at bbb.org slash scam tracker. Help protect the next guy. Uh, and do the same with the FTC at reportfraud.ftc.gov. Uh, so that you can help uh, other consumers avoid similar scams and pay it forward, as it were. That's absolutely great. Thank you so much for mentioning that every week, Tommy, because it is important. It's a good place to go to check out what's what's happening in the world of scams. All right. As are we, because we've got your Scam of the Week coming back again next week with Marjorie Stevens and the Better Business Bureau. Uh, thank you so much, as always, dear. It's always good to see you, and uh, we will talk again next week. Same here, Tommy. Thanks so much. Podcasts by Federated Media.